Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to a new season of the Cultivate Podcast. You know, this season, we are going to grow in cultivating connection, both with God and with others. You know, I don't know about you, but this past year was one of sometimes feeling disconnected with others. But we really believe that we serve a God who created us for connection with himself and with others. Mm -hmm. So today we're gonna set the tone for this season by focusing on a phrase that you may have heard before or it might be new to you, but something along the lines of love God and love people. But guys, what does that actually mean and how do we do that well in our daily lives? Well, today, Kayla and I are going to have kind of a Q&A conversation answering some of these questions about connecting with God and connecting with people. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome. You're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. All right. Well, Kayla, this is so great to be here together. I know. 2021. Here we yes. are. I know. Third we, uh, calendar year of the podcast. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. really exciting. And it's so cool, too, that we're starting it off kind of with this idea of a yes. season. Yes. And that every single episode is going to fit under this idea of mm-hmm. cultivate connection. connection. Yeah. And so I'm excited about that. Really excited about guests we have lined up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and this topic's just going to be awesome today. Loving God and loving people. Yes, so, so important, so why don't foundational. You go ahead and kick us off with yeah. what we're going to kind of talk about and explore first. Yeah, and so, you know, this whole cultivate connection um, comes from a passage we can find in the Gospels. Um, in Matthew 22, in particular, we see these people, um, they come to Jesus and they say, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? You know, we know the law. We know all of these, um, you know, as they looked at it, rules and regulations right. and standards and things we should be doing and mm-hmm. things we should be following um, to honor you, to obey you. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment? Um, and Jesus sums it up uh, like this in verse 37. And it says, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these mm-hmm. two commandments. So when we talk about loving God and loving others, that is where um, we're pulling that from that, you know, Jesus made it very, very clear that this is the most important thing we can do. The most important mm-hmm. thing we can read in the law is that we are to love God and love others as we love ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And it's so important that we start off this season, this new year, you know, um, season of the podcast, whatever we want to call it. But it's so important that we start it off being intentional about what matters the yeah, most, what's absolutely. the most important thing. And I, I love in that verse, just how that man came up to Jesus and was like, please tell me the most important thing. That's basically what he asked. And yeah. Jesus just makes it so clear 
clear there. And um, John 13, two, it says, love one another as I have loved you. This will prove that you're my disciples. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited today. We're gonna kind of go through a few questions that maybe listeners you've asked before about what it means to love God and others, because this is something so foundational and so important. So how do we love God and love God first, like this passage suggests? Yeah, I think... That's a good point you make, Lydia, that it's important um, that as we look at scripture, Mm. uh, that we remember that everything is done with intention, right? Right. Like Jesus doesn't do anything without being intentional. So there's a reason that love the Lord your God is first in this Mm. um, list of commandments, these two commandments, it's on purpose. And if we believe that Jesus is who he says he is, and we do, then it's important that we take what Jesus says is the most important commandment, the greatest commandment. Seriously, so how do we love God? How do we do that? And there are a million ways, right? right. Like there are so many. Yeah. We could oh, we yeah. could only do a podcast about that for the rest <laughs> of our lives and we still right. wouldn't be able to yeah. capture them all. But mm-hmm. um, we just like to get uh, really practical around here. I don't know um, if any of you listening are like me, but like I need the practical. I yes. need the step-by-step. The I don't practical. know if it's like the mm-hmm. elementary education major yeah. in me, like, why would you teach kids a lesson if you aren't mm-hmm. going to have them do anything with it? You know, I don't know what it is, but I need steps. I need it broken down for me. Mm. Um, so I need to know what changes based on what I've learned, what's different after, you know, having the conversation, learning mm. something new. And so that's what we want to talk about, the practical of how do we love God? And I think um, the biggest thing, the greatest gift, one of the best resources we have is the word of God, the Absolutely. Bible. Um, It is written words straight from Mm -hmm. God himself to us. Um, And I say this because I'm preaching to myself right now. I I mean, I, I... I don't know how it happens, (laughs) but like, I forget this all the time. I forget what a gift the word is. We get so distracted even by just other things. And some of them are good things, books and, you know, other things like that, that can be still nourishing to our faith and to our souls. However, it's like, God has given us his very words yes. like right in front of us. And so yeah. it's just so cool that he's been working, working in your heart to give you an even bigger and um, stronger desire. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I've i shared on here a few times mm-hmm. that I'm in grad school right now. Yeah. I'm actually almost done. I only have one semester left. I'm super excited. Um, <laughs> but I cannot tell you how many times over, let's see, I've been in school now for the last year and a half or so that studying, reading, learning, understanding, daily reading of scripture has been emphasized by mm-hmm. my professors and by my leaders. And, you know, I, I've, I've heard this over and over again. I've paid money to do Bible studies, right? I've heard testimonies and I will be the first to say that it's just not an easy discipline all the Mm -hmm. time. It is not um, something that comes naturally to me. I have to work at it really hard. There's a reason Mm -hmm. that our professors and leaders and, you know, mentors bring it up because it's something that doesn't always come naturally. And so I have to have a plan. I have to stick to it. I have to read when I'm tired sometimes. I have to choose to put down my phone. I have to catch up some days when I've fallen behind. You know, I have to ask others for help. Um, And then one of the, I think the hardest things sometimes is you have to wait to see some results, right? Not always Mm. is it reading right away that you're like, oh, now my life has changed forever and like, 
six different things are different now because of totally. my reading this morning. But over yeah. time, as we center our hearts and our minds on the truth, mm-hmm. my heart begins to overflow with more gratitude and just love for who God is and what he's mm-hmm. done. And and that's why it's so important that the word is foundational in how we love Christ, that it just fills our hearts with the things of him. And as we fill our hearts and minds with that, we can't help but love God more with our heart and our mind and our soul because we're filling it with him as Mm -hmm. we read. Yeah, and really the word is where we figure out the foundation of what love is. Yeah, You know, in the word we're reminded, and sometimes I just need to be reminded of the greatest display of love in Jesus. And you know, we've talked about it so many times, I feel like here on the podcast, and we talk about it every week at church, how Jesus died for us and rose again, taking the sin of the world upon his shoulders. And a lot of the times I forget that I'm not gonna be able to love others, do that second part, Mm -hmm. unless I love God and I have an understanding of the way he's loved me. And so I just love where the Bible says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know, I was Mm -hmm. running away from God. I was rejecting him. And while I was not loving him in return, he still wanted to die for me and die for every single one of the listeners. And I just feel like, when I go to the Word of God and I remind myself about that, I see examples of Jesus loving others. Even that can help me to love God more because now I want to worship Him and say, God, thank you so much for this unconditional, undeserved display of love and grace um, that it makes it easier for me to be able to show that love to others. And so I just, the Word is so, so foundational and I'm so glad you brought that up right here at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. As you were um, speaking there, it just reminded me, I can't remember who said it, but um, maybe C.S. Lewis, I don't know. Fact check mm-hmm. me sometimes. <laughs> I could be really wrong on that. Right. I'm just we'll gonna throw it, it out there. We'll but look it up. people don't need to be taught as often as they need to be reminded, right? We all mm. need to be reminded. It's stuff we know. We know the story of the cross. We know um, Jesus's mm-hmm. love for us and just how much, um, what he was willing to sacrifice for us, but we need to be reminded. And so the word is a great place to do that. And just yesterday I was reading story of Abraham story. I mm-hmm. love, I've taught it in our kids ministry. You know, it's a great yeah. story. And I was reminded, man, God keeps his promises. Everything mm-hmm. that he told Abraham he would do, he did. And we know that because we can see after Abraham's story as we read. And it just reminded me that God is a promise keeper. And without going to the word, my heart wouldn't have been drawn no. towards that. I wouldn't have over flowed with gratitude towards him and saying, man, God, thank you that you kept your promise to Abraham and you still keep your promise Mm. to me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. And just the whole reason God placed us on this earth is to love him, to enjoy him, to magnify him, and then to love our neighbor. And so let's kind of transition into that if that's okay now. Just talking about how do we love our neighbor, others around us well. And I wanna sit on this for a little while because it's like when we understand the love of God, we're practicing that, getting to know him through his word and prayer and worship and time with him. Now the second step is, as an overflow of that and an understanding of the love we've been given, now it's time to love others. So let's talk about what that is. Does that just mean being nice to others? Does that mean something more? How do we do that and follow that command as Christ followers? Yeah, I think a few passages come to mind when I think about 
um, loving others and what that looks like. And one of the ones um, immediately that I thought of as I was studying for this, um, I actually used to have part of this written on my wall in high school. It was something that I read over and over again. Um, but we see in 1 John 4 that it says, Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And then wow. if you skip ahead a few verses. It's, he says again, dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Wow. I just think that's so powerful. One of the other translations says it this way. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, if, but if we love one another, God abides in us and mm-hmm. his, per, his love is perfected in us. Wow. And so- It's powerful. As we express that love that comes from God, because God, his love, he's made, his love is made complete in us. We, mm-hmm. we feel and understand and, and absorb just more of his love and who he is and just have a fuller expression and picture of it as okay. we love other people. Like you, you know more about God and his love as you love others. Mm, yeah, and I love that. I can't remember exactly what that um, translation said, but something about, um, yeah, no one has ever seen God. Right. But what if we were the ones to be that visible hands yeah. and feet of Christ to people yeah. in the way we serve them, the way we love them. Like that just gives me chills. Yeah. And we all know what that's like when you when you feel that tug on your heart that like God's using me right now mm-hmm. to impact this person's life. Right. And it's really his spirit working and showing those people Christ. And so yeah. I love that verse. I feel like that that passage alone sums up so much right. of what it means to love our neighbor, love people well. And a big thing I've been reflecting on is is that loving others well means you make time for people. Yeah. You know, that's just mm-hmm. huge. You know, I know in my own life I can be so distracted, so busy, so focused on my own little life and mm-hmm. my accomplishments and my to-do list, but I can become so distracted from the greater purpose God has placed on my life here on this earth and to love others. And it's just important, I feel like, for us to slow down and to really look for opportunities that God may be placing right in front of us to connect with someone and show them love. And a couple of the ways I feel like that are so powerful that our world doesn't always stop to do, and that's listening, and that's just seeing someone as well as a son and a daughter of Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Like when we view someone like that and we listen to them, I just feel like that is so powerful because there are people out there who are hurting, who are broken. You know, we've all been in those hurting, broken states of our own lives. And it's like, sometimes people just need someone to listen to, to slow down and say, you matter. And I'm going to take time to listen to your story and to hear how I can be praying for you, how I can serve you. I mean, all those little things just make such a big difference. And I forget as well that there's people right in front of me. Right. You know, um, I always, a really practical example I always think of is like the cashier at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll spark up a conversation with that cashier and and they'll go on and on and on about their daughter, about their day. And a lot of the times I just want to shuffle through my, you know, my card and give them my card and rush off. But every once in a while, I'm like, wait a second. 
when's the last time when I've made an intentional choice to slow down and to do something so easy right here with this person God has literally dropped in my lap to love. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I just think listening and seeing people as a valued child of God is so powerful. And I would just encourage you listeners, if you have struggled before to make that intentional choice, I would just encourage you to stop, to slow down and just listen to someone's story when God brings up that opportunity because it's not all about receiving in return because sometimes people who are hurting or who are going through something, they can't they can't give yeah. us anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we need to just slow down, listen, and know that that's what loving people is, is it's unconditional without any strings attached. Yeah, I love that you brought up um, the importance of time. Just this week, I was reminded of how really time is is a currency is it, it's something mm. we steward you know just right. like we steward our finances or we steward our energy that mm-hmm. we have or we steward our spiritual gifts and how yeah. they're being used we steward our time and we're only given so much i mean as hard as we try you can't make a day any more than 24 hours that's what right. it is right yeah. and so um, it's important that we steward that time and and look at it like a resource and and really mm-hmm. evaluate how we're using it and how um, we're using it for the kingdom. That's just mm-hmm. so, so important. And I think um, as we talk about love, I think it's really hard to talk about with love without um, highlighting the passage that Paul writes in First mm-hmm. Corinthians, you know, where he gives us, you know, we hear God is love and you should love the Lord your God and you should love others as you love yourself. But what is love? And so in First Corinthians 13, um, if you've been to a wedding, you've probably heard this, yes. you know, or like, yeah. it's like written on posters. Or, right. You know, you see, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. my my parents had one that would like hang in the bathroom that said yeah. this, you know, why Pretty not? Pretty sure Jimmy and I have one somewhere Yeah, of in course, of course. <laughs> yeah, but Paul gives us this definition of all definitions of love. And it says, okay. um, love is patient and love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not Mm -hmm. dishonor others, it is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered and it keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, Mm -hmm. always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails. And when I read that, I think, man, yes, love is patient and love is kind. And if that's true, then also the opposite is true, Mm -hmm. right? That if love is patient, then love does not rush. Love is not pushy and, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to move through really quickly. If love is kind, then it's not mean, you know, it's not, you know, tearing people down. Mm -hmm. And so it's just the definition of all different, like there's no greater definition of love than um, what we can find in the word and just the truth that fills. And that is a long list. Again, kind of like we talked about earlier, we could talk about this for the rest of our lives. It is is a bottomless discussion and understanding Mm -hmm. of what love is. Yeah, and one of the coolest exercises I did, I might've mentioned it on the podcast before, I can't remember, but it's such a simple thing, but I love it so much. So when you think about that passage, love is patient, love is kind, and then it goes on. You know, we could easily fill in Jesus's name for love because Jesus is love, right? Right. That matches. But what if we put in our own name in replacement of love? And I remember someone took me through that exercise and it was so 
powerful for me because I really had a chance to say, okay, Lydia is patient. Lydia is kind. Lydia does not boast. You know, all those different things. And it was really a heart check for me and can be a heart check for us every day to say, wow, is that the kind of person, the kind of disciple of Christ that I'm being? And if we are, then we're really practicing what it means to love others. You know, an illustration, Kayla and I, I had shared it with her when we were talking through this, was just thinking about um, if you've ever been to a memorial service or a funeral of someone who is really well-known in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, very, very often do they talk about saying, wow, you know, he was so great at checking off his to-do list and getting so much accomplished. Right. That's not really what people focus on at the end of the day when we're leaving a legacy and thinking back on our life. You know, when people really reflect on these individuals' lives, they often reflect on how these people gave of themselves, how these people were patient, how they were kind, how they weren't self-seeking. That's a big one. I feel like that is so big in our culture today, self-seeking. What can I get out of the relationship? And just focusing on how these people loved the people around them. And so listeners, just think about what the legacy you want to leave is, is it one of striving for your own reward or is it really one where you're intentionally um, making meaningful life-changing connections with others? Because that's, that's what matters the most. Yeah. I love that because um, I know that's a, that's a challenge and a check for me. Like when people think of who I am, I want them to think, yeah, she's really patient or she's someone Mm -hmm. I can trust or she's someone who protects people or who is always hopeful, you know, who's always full of hope in God. And so Mm -hmm. it's just a great reminder. I love that practical step of just putting your name in there. And so um, as we kind of come to an end here, what, how can we keep loving God and loving others as a top priority in our Mm -hmm. daily lives? Because I think we can all agree it's important. We're like, yes, right. Greatest commandment, sign me up. But Mm -hmm. like, how do we do that? Yeah, so we kind of want to talk about a few practical things, but one thing that I've been reflecting on a lot is just every morning, wake up and remind yourself that no matter what happens that day, no matter if everything gets accomplished, no matter if you have a great day, you know, with physical circumstances around you, if you've learned to love God better and you've loved on others today, then that in God's eyes is a great day. That is the Mm -hmm. best day possible in God's eyes. Yeah, Because guys, if we don't do this, then it was just really an okay day in God's eyes because those two things are the most important and he wants something better for each of us. You know, when we don't have loving God and others at the forefront of our hearts each day, we've gotten our priorities confused somewhere. We've forgotten something along the way. But what I love is if we have a day like that and we're like, ooh, I did not do a good job today spending time with the Lord or worshiping Him or thanking Him or in His Word or or loving on others. Maybe you said something unkind to a coworker, whatever that may be. God is love. And so He's exactly what that 1 Corinthians passage Mm -hmm. is talking all about. He has compassion to say, we're gonna try again tomorrow. Right. Come back to me every day. Let me show you what's important to me. I love the verse, draw close to God and he'll draw close to you. Mm -hmm. And that's true, friends. If you feel like 
wow, I really need to work on this. And and this message that we're sharing is really resonating with you. Just know that if you draw close to the Lord, He will draw close to you. And little by little, He'll start to transform you and teach you how to love Him and how to love others well. And just remember too that God is patient, that He is kind, like we said, and He wants to help you choose a better way. So just be diligent in asking Him, I feel like every single day, I know I have to do that. Right. Because some days when I wake up and I'm like, Lord, I am just really struggling today to love people. I'm snappy today, or I don't feel like spending time with you. We have to ask him because he loves when his kids ask him, like, Father, please, please help me to want you, to desire you and desire to view people the way that you see them. Yeah, I love what you said because so much of that is is recognizing that and being in that mindset before the situation is there, right? Yeah. Um, Just this week, I heard Mm -hmm. the quote, failing to plan is planning to fail, right? Like if we're <laughs> in the moment, it's going to be a lot harder to fix our mindset totally. as opposed to um, yeah. the day before or the morning, you know, before just um, yeah. in the last month or two, I've even learned about, you know, your um, forgiveness can go ahead mm-hmm. of you. Your love can go ahead of you. You know, you can decide in the morning, Lord, it, something's going to come up today that might make me frustrated or make me, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not want to be kind or, you know, something like that. And you know what, Lord, would you just help me extend forgiveness when that moment comes? You yeah. know, can you, can the oh, forgiveness that. of God just, can you go ahead of me mm-hmm. and meet me where I need it today? And when I get there, remind me that forgiveness is already here. Mm-hmm. And I even had that happen um, to me just a couple of weeks ago. I was teaching and we taught on the Lord's prayer. And so we, mm-hmm. we wrapped up the service um, with the kids by saying the Lord's prayer. And so of course we say, you know, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm. And about an hour later, something someone did made me very upset. And I was like, oh my gosh, how could they do that? How Mm. could they do that? And it wasn't five seconds into that, that the Lord was like, but remember you prayed for forgiveness already for those people today. My forgiveness has gone ahead of this and is already here meeting you in this moment. You've already prayed Mm. for that. And so it's just so important to to have our mind ready and our hearts Mm. ready before those moments even come um, because it just, um, it just, aligns us with the Father and we we can be so more open, so much more open and receptive. And mm. I don't share that story to say, oh, I do that every day <laughs> and I get it right. Yeah. And no one ever makes me right. mad for more yeah. than five seconds. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but I was just, you know, really reminded through that, just how faithful God is and just mm. how powerful he is, right? Like, I don't, it was new to me to, you know, in the last month or so that I've been learning that like, wow, he can, yeah, he's the God who goes before me, right? Mm. Like, I know that truth, but like, what does that actually look like? And so we can do that with love as well, that Lord, you know, help me love um, situations that might be, you know, hard to extend love in today, might be hard to extend patience or kindness or to not be prideful or, you know, Mm. and so we can be asking him to meet us ahead of time. Mm. And it's really a true test of, can I love others well when we are placed in those situations where it's maybe a situation where it's really hard to love? You know, that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's easy to love people when they treat us with love and kindness in return, but it's really a true test of where we're at with this loving God and loving others when we're in a situation where it's not Right. Natural. It's not easy to love. And so that's why I love that we're just wrapping up here with really getting down to love has to be at the forefront of our minds. Yeah. 
the love of Christ, the way he loved people. And that is just gonna overflow into the way that we love people around us. Yeah, I'm so excited for this season and just what's coming up. Just, uh, man, thank you guys so much for joining us for this Mm -hmm. first episode and just um, hearing our hearts and just the foundation that we wanna lay as we move into this uh, season of cultivating connection. We're looking forward to a lot of the topics we're already working on, you know, and cover um, dating, relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, discipleship, singleness, all sorts of connections. healthy relationships. <laughs> so just all kinds of things. Yep. And we absolutely just, we cannot wait. It's going to yeah. be so exciting this year. Yeah. And so um, as we finish, I just wanted to end uh, mm-hmm. with a prayer from Paul yeah. that we can read in Ephesians. I just thought, you know what, that just sums up. I, I don't have any better words mm-hmm. than this to yeah. just sum up what um, we've talked about today. So we're just going to awesome. close in prayer here. So for this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. And I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses Mm -hmm. knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen.